What a wonderful world. It's one of Louis Armstrong's most loved works, played here by Eddie Allen in his six-piece ensemble, Three for Louis. Welcome to the Jersey Arts Podcast. I'm Susan Walden. Three for Lewis is appearing soon at Centenary Stage as part of their January Thaw Music Fest. I spoke to leader and trumpet player Eddie Allen about his fellow trumpeter, Lewis Armstrong, considered required listening for anyone interested in the music called jazz. Uh, history. It's sort of like uh, if you think about uh, European classical music, I mean, it's required that you have to deal with the history. It's like you can't say you study European classical music and then someone asks you, well, oh, do you like Bach or have you studied Bach? Have you studied Beethoven? And then their answer would be no. It's like, well, then you didn't really study European classical music. So the same applies to like greats like Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington. You can't really say you play jazz, you appreciate jazz, you study jazz without studying the, the, the fathers of the music. What is it about the music of Louis Armstrong that makes you want to play it? For starters, I'm, I'm a trumpet player. So for me, playing jazz and playing the trumpet uh, automatically makes what I do connected to him. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's not always clear, like a direct path. Like, I don't try to... Uh, create his sound i don't try to to create his vibrato but at the same time neither did he he didn't try to create somebody else's sound so the beauty one of the beautiful things about jazz is you're always looking for your your individual personality for example um uh, one of his famous uh introductions is uh, on a piece called west end blues and just on his introduction it's like that's the complete story of the jazz language uh rhythmically uh there's rhythm in it he plays the full range of the instrument uh he plays everything from uh whole notes all the way down to 16th notes so playing something just a long note that's beautiful and then playing fast passages he plays all that just in the intro wow that sounds pretty pretty cool So, so oh yeah definitely the group that you lead is called Three for Lewis. What is that name all about? Uh, well, are you familiar, I'm sure you are, with the Three Tenors. And then after that, there was another group called the Three Irish Tenors. And then after that, there was a group called Three Mo Tenors, <laughs> which were three African Americans singing a little bit of everything. And then on the jazz side, uh, Dave Liebman put together a group called the Three Tenors which are three tenor saxophone players. And I have recordings going back to the 50s of like three trumpet recordings, and even I have one recording that has five uh, trumpet players playing together. Wow. And, and so, and I've been on stage playing with two, three, four different trumpet players, and it's, it, when you think about it, having those people on stage you think oh man is there going to be rivalry is this going to be are they going to be but then when you get on stage and you're actually in it it's like there's nothing but camaraderie and love everybody's supporting the other one and so that was the concept 
I said, okay, here's these these three group concepts. It's a good idea. So I, so that was the initial idea, and then the idea after that was okay, but what are we going to go for? And I said, well, if it's going to be three trumpets, what better thing to represent the trumpets would other than to acknowledge Louis Armstrong? So that's how the concept kind of came to came together. Um, and 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 I'm sorry. Also, with the three trumpets. So the other thing that I decided to do with this group was not just have three trumpets, but have have three trumpeters who represent three different generations. So I have uh, the elder statesman is Cecil Bridgewater, and then there's me, and then under me is like the young lion is Dodd, a guy named Dwayne Eubanks. And there's other instrument instruments in the group as well. Yes, we also have uh, James Weidman on piano, Kenny Davis on acoustic bass, and Jerome Jennings on drums. You said that you'd like to try to get Lewisisms into uh, yes. your playing. What do you mean by that? What's a Lewis Lewisism? Um, now that's one of my uh, that might be one of my little phrases, but it's like um, when you talk to people. And, and, and people talk to you, for example, if you talk to uh, any close friend, there, there's something that they'll say that, um, that only they say. Everybody does them, uh, and they come out in different ways. So with Louis Armstrong, uh, there's, there's that thing in the music. So if I were to play a solo... And somewhere in the solo, um, I play something like ba ba do ba ba do ba da. And when I walked off stage, if there's another trumpet player, he say, "Oh, I heard you play that Louis." He say, "Oh, okay, yeah, because that's where I got it from." Oh, so 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 if you know it, you you pick up on it. If you're a exactly. lover of the music, exactly. So, and the more you study someone, it's. It, it, you end up developing this relationship almost like a close friend. Jazz has such a lineage of masters. Besides Louis Armstrong, who would you say were some of your biggest musical mentors? Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, because we're it's it, the 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 lineage, the dynasty of the music is so connected. So it's everybody. Um, me playing trumpet doesn't limit um, my ears to just trumpet players, and that can be said for every every musician who plays any instrument. So you'll find piano players who listen to trumpet players, who listen to saxophone players, acoustic bass players, and we get information from all of them. And that's, that helps us find our own personal voice. It's, it, once again, it's that the, the growth and communication, the language process, Right, right. Especially jazz, it seems like. I'm sure it's all musicians, but jazz is so proud of its uh, history, I think. Jazz musicians are. Uh, Three for Lewis is just one of your groups. What other kinds of projects do you have going on? Uh, Let's see. Well, one of my 
uh, latest project is called uh, Push, and it's a seven-piece ensemble. It's a seven-piece jazz ensemble, which consists of three horns, a three-piece rhythm section, but also um, uh, a synthesizer player. And what we do there is, like I said, we're playing mostly original jazz compositions, uh, but just mixing the elements of the acoustic instruments with the electronic instruments and trying to create a blend. So we're not just limited to straight ahead or straight ahead swing. We'll play things that, that like maybe have a little reggae feel, might have a little urban R&B feel, uh, and then we definitely swing as well. And I also have a 17 or 16-piece big band that performs in the village once a month and uh, a seven-piece Afro-Cuban group, which is an Afro-Cuban slash Brazilian group. For the people who, who are thinking about coming to, the, to your performance, what kind of a night will it be? If they love music, this is a night they'll enjoy. And so if you, if you don't know Louis Armstrong, uh, you don't have to know his music in order to enjoy it. If, you, if you're familiar with Louis Armstrong's music and his work, uh, then you'll be entertained with what we've done with his music. And learn a little bit more about the artist as well. Yes. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds great. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with me today. You're very welcome, and thank you, thank you for, for this interview. Three for Lewis, a tribute to Louis Armstrong, is the second of three January Thaw Music Fest concerts at Centenary Stage, taking place the last three weekends of the month. For more information, visit Centenary Stage online. For more about everything going on in the arts, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Susan Wallner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.